Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the B-Ball Jones podcast. Not just another podcast. Not just you know, just it ain't it ain't just regular basketball podcast. It is the B-Ball Jones podcast. Here with my guy, the defensive player of the year himself, Nelson Haskins. What's up, man? Sir, how you doing, bro? You know, man, I'm getting through, man. Uh, you know, life has its ups and downs, man. But I'm just. Riding his way, what it got for you, man. So, what's up with you? Man, just chilling, man. They get finna buckle down to the off season grind. You know, get back to lifting, get back to uh, shooting, doing skill work and things like that. And uh, trying to finish school. That's really it for me right now. Now, I got a question for you, bro. On, on your path of getting the defensive player of the year, did you have some haters come along, you know, just in, in your way? Oh yeah, definitely. Had haters come come out the woodwork all my life, really. Like some people might not believe that because like I'm such a I feel like happy go lucky person most of the time. Or like not let's not say happy go lucky. Like I'm a friendly person. People probably would not think that, but yeah, I definitely yeah. have had some haters through the years. Yeah. So do you feel like those haters are <clears throat> justified in a way? You know what I mean? Well, I'm the type of person that I'm the type of person that says like you are entitled to your opinion. Mm. So if you do not like me, that's really none of my business. Mm. That's how I feel about it. Like that's just a personal standpoint. Like if you out here, like if you come up to me, and be like, man, no, like I don't, which has happened before. But if if you come up to me, like, man, no, I, 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 like I don't like you, bro. I just mean you just don't rock. Like you feel? I'm gonna be like, I understand. Like, hey. Sometimes I don't like me, dog. Hey, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's cool. That's none of my business. So, you know, you take that up with your own self. You know, you ask yourself why you don't like me. Because I'm not going to be out here like, why you don't like me, bro? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, like, when, when I find myself, like, in the presence of somebody I feel like is hating or a hater, it's like, hey, you're entitled to that opinion, bro. You don't like me or you don't like the way I play or things that I do. That's fine. I'm like, sorry. But I'm going to keep doing it. Mm. Man, I feel like sometimes people hate for no good reason. And I feel like people, usually when people hate, it's, it's coming from a place of um, of what they lack. You know what I mean? So basically, I'm hating on you because I want what you got. I'm jealous, you know. Or I'm hating because I'm, I'm trying to fill this void of what I don't have. You feel me? So, um I ain't gonna get too deep in that direction, but I just feel like people don't have a most of the time people don't have a legit quality reason to why they hate certain things or certain people. You feel me? So it's like when you really talk to people or why they dislike or hate on certain people, they really can't give you a good answer. Like nine times out of ten, they don't really have a legit concrete thing. Where it's like, man, why don't why don't you like Nelson? Man, you know, man, because you know, man, because because the thing, man, I don't know, I don't know the thing. Explain it. You know, man, because you know, it's uh, he tall. Oh, really? Okay, so you hate all tall people, man. B, it's funny that you say that. B, like, like, let me tell you something. People like have like really said this to me in real life, like, not making this up. I've been playing like in pickup, like, in my hometown, and like just around people that know me and stuff that know me for a long time. And people have literally said to me, you think you're good because you play college basketball? 
promise you I ain't saying nothing to warrant this. Like, so I ain't saying nothing to this dude. Like, nothing. Bro, was just like, you think you good because you in college? You think you good because you playing college ball? I was like, like, yo, my man, like, I, I don't even know you. <laughs> like, like, did I say something to you to make you say that? Like, it really be people that I ain't even really said nothing to. Or maybe, like, I might have hit a shot, you know, might be talking like a little little, little friendly trash talk, like, nothing crazy. I ain't never said nothing crazy on the court, like, to, like, make nobody mad. Yeah, I, I might, you know, hit you with a, like, get it out the net or, like, you know, you know, like, little, little regular stuff in street ball. God, I, I really had guys be like, you think you good because you play college basketball? I'm like, no. I'm like, no, I promise you I don't, bro. I promise you I don't. Because them be the kind of guys that mess around and, like, want to fight for no reason. I'm like, I promise yeah. you I don't think I'm good, dog. I, like, hey, I'm just out here trying to hoop. I promise you I'm just out here trying to hoop. Or it'll be the guy that be like, man, you only good because you tall. That's not true. <laughs> It's not true. Like, I've always been tall. I have not always been good. So, I'm not just good because I'm tall. Yeah. Taco Fall, the tallest player in the NBA, and that boy in the G League. So, mm -hmm. just being tall does not automatically make you good. Yeah. So, that's not true either. But people feel that way because a lot of the, like you said, they lack that. They're short, and I'm tall, and I'm playing college basketball. So, in their mind, like, oh, you only good because you're tall. If I was tall, I'd be as good as you. No, you wouldn't, because I put the work here to be this good. Whether you think so or not, I, I put the work in to be good. It wasn't just like, oh, I woke up and I was six, seven one day. Well, let's pick up a basketball. Like, no, I've been playing basketball since I was eight. Yeah, really below that. And it, this this did not happen overnight. But people feel that lack inside themselves a lot of times. Like, oh, I, I wish this was me. I wish I could do that. Or if I had what he had, I would have did this. And so, that like that's not true. Like nine times out of ten, it's not like that's just how people feel internally. And so, like that's why I say it's none of my business. Because mm -hmm. how you feel about me might have nothing to do with what I feel. I mean, don't don't. What, what's the old saying? What what you eat don't make me go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So like, what you do and how you feel ain't got nothing to do with me. And that's just how I think about it now. So I'm like, hey, when guys come up to me like, you only good because you tall, cool. Like, sorry you didn't grow. Like, I'm sorry you just <laughs> I'm sorry you stopped at five. Like, what you want me to say? Oh, you think you good because you play college basketball? No. No. I don't think that. I don't think I'm good because I play college basketball. I think I'm doing the best that I can like everybody else. So – I'm sorry to get off on that thing. You just reminded me of that. Like people really be saying things like that. They find that lack within themselves, and they bring yeah. it out against you because you have what they feel like they lack. So yeah. that's just what it is. Yeah, man. Like that's funny though, because it's like you know, I spend a little time on social media, and it's like you scroll <laughs> through comments and stuff, and you see what people say and talk, especially when it comes to pro players. It's just like, what are you talking about here? Like, like some really? stuff gets so far left off of either what the post is talking about or what like the the goal of like what this is, and it's just like LeBron is on the good because he played with the Lakers. Like, huh? LeBron would have no reason to went for D Wade or Ray Allen or Kyrie Irving. Like his teammates, yeah, he he wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't, buddy. Good job. <laughs> Good job. You know, uh, in, the, in the basketball game, uh, you have to have four other people out there with you. 
you know, can't, can't go by yourself. <laughs> this ain't tennis. This ain't hockey. I mean, this ain't uh, uh, golf. This ain't golf. It's you need teammates. You feel me? So, um, yeah, he does need Ray Allen and Kyrie and D Wade and Chris Bosh and Kevin Love because that's how you play the game of basketball. You have teammates around you that complement what you do, or they're very talented. That's that's the way you win basketball games. So yes, LeBron James wouldn't have won without the help of his teammates. Congratulations, you won an award for. You got me this time. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just like stuff. People just just comment wild stuff, and I'm just like, whatever you whatever award you just, you wanted to go for, you got it, bro. You won. Congrats, because you wanted something out of that. You feel me? So whatever you wanted, I hope you got it and you feel fulfilled, fulfilled, fulfilled from it because Thanks. that's just nothing. But it's just like I feel like certain players get a little bit more just extra hate for no good reason. And I'm gonna go ahead and throw my guy out there in the ring, man. Russell Westbrook, bro. He he gets like a, another level of hate. I ain't even saying it because I'm a Westbrook guy, but now that he's balling, I'm gonna go ahead and just like defend him on, on another like I can say with my chest out a little bit further. Like I've been saying with my chest out, but now I just like a little bit further that I can do it now because he finally playing the ball now. So I feel like Westbrook catch, he catches he catches a little more hate than he should. You know, it's like uh people hate on my guy, but when you actually like read the comments of what people are saying, people go I, I read it back and forth. I don't get into back and forth, but I see people back and forth on Twitter or whatever and it's like what you're saying is not making sense. I don't like Westbrook because of the way he dressed. What does his fashion sense have to do with him dropping triple doubles, hitting these game winners? I don't, I don't see. What does wins and losses have to do with this fashion statement? Like, what? And that, and that's honestly what it be like. It'll be something completely non basketball related. I don't like Russ. Why? Because the way he dressed. Like, why he wearing these weird clothes? So you don't like him? Like. Or they'll or like let me not even say that they'll say he's not good at what he does. They'll say he's a bad basketball player. They're like Russ sucks. Russ isn't good. Russ is bad. Russ is terrible. And then you ask why? Why, why you think that? Why you think he's not good? Look at the way he dressed. What they got to do with basketball, my man? Like exactly. He played bad because he dressed like that. Like I just don't like it. We'll say that. <laughs> just say that. That's how I feel. Cause like. Like, we didn't talk about this before. Like, I've never really liked Russ's game. Like, the way he plays, I've never really liked it. I wish more people would say that. I wish more people would just be like, I don't like the way he plays. And then I can say why, and then you need to be able to explain that to me too. Don't say, oh, I don't like his game and be like, because the way he dressed or because his attitude. Like, don't say that. I need you to have basketball reasons. <laughs> like, if you're going to talk to me at least. Because if yeah. I talk to you about basketball – and I say, well, why you don't like Russ? Why why you hate Russ? Cause look at the way he dressed. I'm gonna be like, all right, bro. You ain't you ain't really got nothing to contribute to this conversation at this point. If, <laughs> if that's what you're saying, like you don't know basketball there. Like you just say you don't know basketball there. If that at that case, so that's just how I feel. Yeah, and like honestly, bro, like the reason I love Westbrook is because of the way he plays. Because younger me was was Westbrook. Like I was wild and out of control sometimes, and I was. Super athletic, and I just go like I, I was. That's all. I, that's all I had. You feel me? But uh, <coughs> as I've matured and grown up a little bit, and knees start hurting a little bit, like let me let me figure out something else here. You know, I can't do that. Slow down a little bit. <laughs> so it's like I. That's part of why I still respect Russ, man. Like 
people talk about mama mentality as far as like that they kill mode 110 percent every game it's really only a handful of people that really have had that in like the like that level of mindset it's only really a handful like people say mama mentality when it comes to that specific like lane of what mama mentality is it's like 100 percent every single night Westbrook is one of those few people like he's from that he's from the cloth of like ai he runs a lot of ai low-key I ain't talking about skill wise, but like certain stuff about him. But uh it's Kobe, AI, Westbrook, um, Giannis is, is in that category for me. If like people who just every single night, all 82 games, they're giving everything they have. They you never gonna be like, man, they kinda I, I ain't feel the energy this game. No, every single game is what you're getting from them. So it's like I respect that, bro, because you don't understand how hard it is. I can't even play pickup ball and go 100 percent every time, bro. You talking about playing an NBA Facts. game, 82 games, going 100 every time, bro? Like that's that's, that's crazy, man. So just Facts. that alone, I can't. I don't want to hear any slander as far as like how he played. Just just because of that, like is he wild out of control? Yes, but that's part of what makes him so great. At the same time, I was, I watched a little bit of stuff about AI, and it said the exact same thing about him. He was a little wild, a little out of control. He's a little reckless. He gets himself hurt. He goes to the stands, crazy stuff, and it's just like. But that's what makes him so great because at the same time, he also get that loose ball. That's a, a good. But the evil of that is he going to uh, be wild and crazy, go to the goal reckless and getting hurt. Like, man, you have to do that, bro. Like, why you go so crazy? Uh, that's, that's the yin and yang of that. You know what I mean? So same thing for Westbrook. It's like, man, why you take that crazy three? Oh, that's a good hustle point right there. Oh, that's a good hustle block. Hustle still, hustle, whatever. He's going to hustle his way in the game. He's going to hustle his way out of the game. So that's part of why I love Westbrook. And it's just like uh, – I understand he's reckless and wild. I say the exact same thing, but you can't talk about how wild he is without respecting how hard he plays. Too, that's my biggest thing that people don't always go around to. It's like people don't give him his props on the other end too, because it's always the end and the end to it. So Westbrook will win you some games with us also, you lose some games with us also. I can admit that honestly, but you can't sit here and clown my guy without giving him his, his respect too. Yeah, and I, I definitely feel you on that. Like I definitely respect that because as a guy that feels like. I play hard every night, and I go out and get 110% for my guys. I definitely respect that, the fact that Russ go out there and play hard every night. And, like, a lot of guys – some analysts out there will say that. They'd be like, I know – two things I know I'm going to get out of Russ is hustle and heart. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get that out of Russ every night. Even if he, he – like, and my, my coach, uh, my coach here at CSU, Coach Moore, so the things that he always writes on the board every game we play, every single game, he writes these five points on the board. He says – Play hard, play smart, play together, play for each other, play for CSU. That's what he writes down on the board every time. Play hard, play smart, play together, play for each other, and play for CSU. So those five things, I feel like Russ really encompasses that. And, like, I take that to heart. Like, I try to remember that. I try to hold that. Like, when I go out there, I'll be like, play hard, play smart. Like, make sure I'm playing together. Play, do what these guys need me to do. And I play, I play for each other. I play for the guy beside me, and I try to play for my school. I want my like, I try to elevate our program because I care about like my coaching staff and everything else. And so I feel like Russ has a mentality similar to that. Now, some people might look at it and be like, "Oh, Russ selfish. He just want accolades and, and stats and awards." Like to an extent, maybe that might be true. Like I'm sure he does want to personally be like the best he can be. Like we all do. I'm sure he personally wants to be a Hall of Famer, and I'm sure he personally wants to win a championship deep down inside. I know, despite some of the things he may have said, I'm sure he does want to win a championship because I'm sure he wants to win games. Yeah, But at the same time, 
I, I have no doubt in my mind Russ is out there playing hard, playing for his guys. I have no doubt that he, like, care about his guys, want, want to succeed with them. Does he always play smart? No. So my coach says that does sometimes. He said, you guys playing hard and you playing together, but you're not always playing smart. Sometimes we make bad mistakes. We make dumb mistakes. We got to play smart. We playing hard. We're not playing smart. He tells us that all the time. I feel like Russ does that. He plays hard. Sometimes he might not just play smart. And I'm okay with that. Like, I, I can live with that. And th those are some of the, that's some of the things, like, I can respect about him. If I was his teammate, like, I feel like you can only feel one or two ways if you were his teammate. Like, oh, man, Russ on some BS, he not doing good, he not doing this, he not passing me the ball in the right times, something like that. You can feel that way about it. Or you could be like, ah, oh, Russ, dang, he, he, you feel me? Like, he, he, he messed up right here, but he going to get it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like them the only two, like, them the only two, like, like uh, feelings you can really have towards him as his teammate. Because I don't have teammates like that. Like, I don't have teammates that's like, give you everything they got. Go out there and run through a brick wall if you ask to. But is he going to make the right read off this pick and roll? Probably not. He might turn it on. But you kind of accept the good with the, with the bad when you got a guy like that. Because mm -hmm. everybody, like, despite what people might say, everybody does not play hard every night. Like we just said. No. Everybody does not do that. And, like, it cannot be underrated. Like, that will win you games. Like, despite what people might – that is a skill. Yeah. To play hard every night is a skill that everybody does not have. To have a high motor is a skill that everybody does not have. To have the mentality to try to go out and win every night is a, is a skill everybody does not have. Like, just being real. And I play with guys like that. I play with guys, like, like we get in the game, first three, four minutes into the game, I'm like, all right, we ain't got so-and-so tonight. Like he he not he not with us right now. He's somewhere else, so we ain't finna worry about it. I done play with guys like that. I also play with guys that's like, man, like he can't get going, but he he playing hard. Like leave him in the game. He playing hard. I've been that guy too. While I'm talking, I wasn't giving us no buckets. Like early on in my career, I might not have gave you no buckets, but I'm finna play you some defense and block you some shots, grab you some rebounds. I'm finna run a ball down for you. All that, like. And a lot of my coaches will tell you they appreciated that about me. Like they weren't mad at me. They they would they have wanted more offense out of me? Yeah. Like, of course I want you to be a better player. Like, but at the time I just didn't have those capabilities. They was like, hey, Nelson, keep keep Nelson in. Like, should we ain't playing no defense no way? Keep him in. Or it was games like we couldn't buy a bucket. And then my coach had to look at the bench, like, hey, should we take Nelson out? Cause we they put another score in. And so, like I mean, sometimes they did, or sometimes they'll be like, "No, nah, you mean the shoot?" That's the only reason we getting stops. So that is a skill, like, and people don't really appreciate that like that. And so I have a certain level of respect for us. I definitely think he's a Hall of Famer, like easy, like no doubt, Hall of Famer, like first ballot. And anybody that say otherwise don't know basketball, in my opinion. Y'all can take that up with your mom. Like, if you think Russ ain't no Hall of Famer, you don't know basketball. That came yeah. from Nelson on, on the B-Ball Jones podcast. So, you know, that's just me. Like, Russ is that – he he has his place in the world. The Russell Westbrook of the league have their place, in my opinion. So, I, I don't know why guys doing like that. Yeah. I, I just – I just like we said earlier, bro, like it gets to a point, man, like certain comments people make, you obviously just – either you, <laughs> you're a very sophisticated troll or you just don't know the game. And it's it's one of those two, and I can take a troll because at the end of the day, I can sit, I can have you to the back and be like, "Yo, let's talk." 
And you can actually have some facts or some reasons behind what you say. But when it's like you just don't know basketball, like, yeah, I don't have the patience to talk with you, man. Like, I just uh, I can't do it right now. So I'm like, can we have a better discussion here? Because you you have nothing right now. So especially one of the people that I just got a fan. I see he gets hated on so much. And people say stat chasing, but stat chasing really that evil, to be completely honest here. Like, I'm hustling to get rebounds. I'm still rebounds from the teammates. Is, is my teammate complaining? No. Okay. I'm hustling to get steals. I mean, hustling to get uh, assist. You mean I'm get, I'm sending my teammate up to, to score the ball? Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm hustling to get points. You mean the things that we need more of to win the game? Oh, that, that, oh, got you. You know what Man. I mean? So, so I can understand too. There are instances where it looks bad, and I understand the whole. I'm not trying to be like partial here, but there are a lot of times where it's like <clears throat> he's not hurting the team. To be completely real, he's not hurting the team. I saw some stat that was like uh, when West. When I think it was like the Thunder years um, when Westbrook had a triple double. They won, I think, like 60% of those games, something like that. It was like some numbers where it's just like, yeah, he's he's contributing to winning. So what are you talking about here? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that stat actually kind of shocked me. I can't lie. It got me. Because it was like, I remember that. It was like games, Russell Westbrook had a triple-double. Because he had like 42 triple-doubles in that season, which is like over half the season. Yeah. And he averaged it. And it was like, out of those like 42 games, he had a triple-double. They won like 30 of those games. Yeah. And out of the like the 40 or 39 or something that he didn't, they won like 12. So yeah. his triple doubles were like synonymous with winning after a certain point. Like you had to get it to him at a certain point. See, so, yeah, that, that was another thing too. Where I was just like, I feel so validated for defending my guy. So it's a little and then you think about it too, man. You hear a lot of his teammates come out and defend him. Like when like it's very it's not as as loud as people uh make it as it should be, but like Besides KD, every other teammate has something very positive to say about Russ. Like, and the KD thing, I ain't trying to get into that, but, like, everybody else has been like, man, Russ is a great leader. He, like, he talks to us great. Like, he knows how to get on the right people. He knows how to pet the right people on the back. All this little stuff that makes a great leader. He leads by example. It's like all this great stuff, bro. And just, like, he's loyal. When you when you put on the uniform or whatever team he's on and you sign under that, under that branch, he is with you, and he is with you till you he move on. That's he's loyal as loyal can be. So if you a thunder, and he a thunder. He got you. You his dog. He ain't never want him saying a bad word about you. You he's a wizard. You a wizard. He got you. He's a Laker. You a Laker. He got you. Rockets too. So it's like he never heard him say a negative thing about any of his teammates, bro. Like no matter how bad the thunder was and how terrible they were playing, he had their back, bro. Every teammate something positive to say about him. So it's just like if people around him are showing him love and praise. I can't, I can't get what you're saying, bro. And you're not even giving any facts. So it's like Westbrook is, is one of the people that I just like, I can't, I can't get with you on that on, man. Like I can't this year with the bad shots, hey, I can't defend that, bro. Like honestly, I don't even have a good answer for you why you missing like that. So I just took it. I ain't say nothing. But when he showed out, oh, I'm gonna talk to you. That's the rest I know. <laughs> that's that's my guy. Hey, triple double, that's what we're looking like, guy. So Oh, That's how I feel boy. about Russ, man. 
Man, I, I can I can agree with that on a certain point. Like I, I personally never liked Russ Kane, like I said. I always felt like Russ played too fast. And like I always felt like he made a lot of bad decisions with the ball sometimes. But like like you said, the the one of one of Russ's like saving grace and I feel like in his whole career, one is like saving graces is that none of his teammates have ever spoken negatively about him. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like his former teammates, like love and respect him, and I feel like if your peers have a certain level of respect for you, then that that speaks volumes in itself. In my yeah. opinion, like if your peers have positive things to say about you, like then you had a certain amount of impact on them. And like we as fans are always on the outside looking in. We are never, we're not gonna be, we'll never be in that locker room. We'll never be on those teams on the court with them. Like, <clears throat> we'll never really know what their relationship is. We can only go off what they say. And I feel like if players and teammates in the league, for the players and teammates of Russell Westbrook in the league never say anything negative about him, I feel like there has to be a certain level of respect for that. Yeah. So, like, regardless how you feel about this game, regardless how you think he plays, this man is respected by his peers. So – Got to get to him. And I think fans be ODing on how they treat him sometimes. Like, man, the way folks be talking about him, and he be talking about the – like, man, I don't know if you've seen it recently about uh, – he was like, I, I, I don't even want to bring my family to the game. I hesitate to bring my family to the game sometimes because of the stuff they be saying about that my, my kid's father. Like, I don't want to bring my kids to these games because the way fans talk to their daddy. Like, and that's like – when he said that, I was like, yeah, like, I kind of – I don't know how I feel about that. He's like, I don't have no children. I'm like, man, that got got to me. I was like, dang, like, I know they probably be yelling some foul stuff at him, especially when he's playing bad. And, like, if your children got to sit in the stands and hear that, like, why even bring them? Yeah. And so that's sad to me that it gets to that point. But, you know, we can't control what certain people do when fans get rowdy and how they feel and stuff. But – I do think it, it's a little out of control at a certain point, especially now because he played for the Lakers, which is a big brand. I and mean, this is the first, like, huge brand he's played for. Because, like, OKC, small market. Houston, kind of big market, not crazy size, though. Washington, small market team. And then he ended up at the Lakers, the biggest market in the league. Mm-hmm. So it's just – I feel like it's just been multiplied so much now. But – my last time I'm saying on Rusty is hopefully we can find that clip of him in the press conference with Steven, Steven Adams, back when he was with the Thunder. And uh the 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 interviewer, the um the woman asked Steven like something about like how y'all think y'all lost, even with Russ doing what he did. Some something like that. Like she has separated Russ from the team. Mm-hmm. And Russ was like, nah, nah, hold on, Steve. Like, nah, like, we lost. It ain't Russell Westbrook and the Thunder. Like, no, like, we lost this game. The Oklahoma City Thunder lost the game. Yeah. So, like, she was like, I don't like y'all. Y'all, like, trying to, y'all always trying to separate us and divide us. Like, don't divide us. We a team. We together. We win together. We lose together. So, don't say, don't, don't, I don't want to hear that no more. Like, the Oklahoma City Thunder lost tonight. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, next question. And they was like, but, but the question was for Steven. Steven was like, like you heard the man? Like, this next question, dog. Like, he answered. So, yeah. I, I feel like that moment, 
like spoke volumes for Russell Westbrook, in my eyes at least. And I don't think people think about that or remember that. Like that, that yeah. yeah, like that moment speaks volumes for me. For his teammate to be like, yeah, bro, like, don't divide us. Like, <laughs> we a team, we lost. Say that. Don't say the Thunder lost and Russell Westbrook had a triple-double. Or don't be like, the Thunder lost despite Russell Westbrook doing this, yeah, this, yeah. and this. We lost. The Oklahoma City Thunder lost. So, keep, say it that way. Keep us together. Don't divide us. And I appreciate it, Russ, for saying that. Because like, that, that's spoke volumes to me. Because I'm a team guy. I'm a team player. Him saying that says a lot about him and his character. So I I do think the, the people need to give him somewhat of a break at this point, I think. My yeah. humble opinion. Yeah, I agree, man. Because uh, kind of go back to what you were saying earlier, it's just like he's in that big market. So he's going to come on under a little more fire, which I understand. He knows what he signed up for. He's from L.A., so he understands that. But right. it gets to a point to where it's, <coughs> it's beyond – what the what what happens on the floor, and then like uh, a great example of this, honestly, is uh, Kyrie. People hate on him so much, but it's not because of basketball. It's literally almost everything else besides basketball. Like at first, it became basketball. He dribbles too much. He does too much of this shot selection. I can understand those things, but the past shoot three four years, it's been everything but basketball. And it's like, to a certain extent, I understand. I will say that. But a lot of stuff, especially this season, isn't about basketball. So I feel like Kyrie gets a lot of hate, but it's not even like, it doesn't make sense to me either. So it's like, why don't you like Kyrie? Uh, Because uh he's weird. What well, we'll makes him weird? Like, why is he so weird? Because he'd be doing this stuff and this stuff, and when he talking stuff, I'm just like, eh, that's, that's not basketball, though. Like, he's not good at basketball because you think he's weird. You realize, like, everybody's weird? Like, to be really honest with you, everybody's In weird. some way or form. Something to you do that I think is weird, something I do that you think is weird. So, hey, just just keep it pushing, bro. Like, so it's but like Kyrie gets, so, he gets so much hate for no reason, man. And it's like, Kyrie the basketball player and Kyrie the man separate those two because you're, you're you're trying to cross and blend things that shouldn't be happening. You don't like the basketball player because you don't like the man. You don't like the man because you don't like the best. That's, that's two separate things. I feel like Kyrie's one of those people that get hated on so much. And for me personally, I can't really understand why that happens so much. I mean, people, like you said, man, sometimes people find one little thing and they run with it. And like that'll be their whole opinion of you. I remember, I remember once, uh, uh one time back a few years ago, uh, a guy was like, "Nelson not good. All he really does is dunk. All Nelson do is dunk. He ain't good. He suck. That's all he do is dunk." Like that's what he said. And he said this to me. He was like, "Bro, you only all you can do is dunk, bro. You don't do nothing else." And I was, and I looked at, I was like. I mean, <laughs> I do dunk a lot. Like, I mean, hey, I ain't out here taking no pull-up threes. Like, that's not my game. Mm-hmm. I was like, but in reality, while he might have been kind of right offensively, like, I mean, I do more than dunk. Like, but while he may have had a point, he didn't really know basketball to realize what else I really did for my team. Defensively, 
speaking, like talking wise, blocking shots, rebounding. He didn't really see all that. He was like, all you really do is dunk. He, in his mind, he never saw me do nothing fancy, so I must not be. I must not be good. Mm-hmm. And that's how people. That's how people are sometimes. So like people see one aspect of things you do, whether it be your life or your game, and they run with it. Like, oh, he's not good because of this. Like, and when they find it, they will stick to that. Like that. Yep. yep. Like they saw Kyrie Irving. Um, they saw Kyrie Irving. Uh. Not get the vaccine. That that's why I don't like right there. That's why I don't like Kyrie. Nothing to do with basketball. Mm-hmm. That's why Kyrie isn't good because he don't want he doesn't get the vaccine for his teammates. He's not a good player. Mm-hmm. That ain't got nothing to do with basketball. Then he get to play on away games. He out here getting fifty balls on the road. Ain't even playing consistently. Yeah, people like man. He still like yeah like he's not good man. I don't I don't like that man. I don't like this guy. Just say and that, like I said earlier in the show, just say you don't like him. There's an easy fix for that. Just say you don't like him. Be like, you don't like Kyrie. Why? Because you know this and this and this off the court. Oh, but you admit he's a good basketball player. Yeah. Like, he's a great player. Don't I, I don't want you, I don't like people uh, assimilating off the court issues with what people do on the court. So like, I cannot like LeBron. Gotta admit he's the greatest player right now. I cannot like KD. Got to admit he's a great player right now. I, not like Giannis off the court. Got to admit he's a great player right now. Like, I just want people to be objective. That's my main thing. Be objective about it. Yeah. Kyrie is a bucket, and you don't like him. Two things can be true. My mom always said two things can be true. Kyrie is a bucket. You don't like Kyrie. That's fine. Yep. Russell, Russell Westbrook is a good player. You don't like Russ. Both true. Like, is it is it what it is? Man? I wish more people would say that. Though. That's my yeah. whole thing. I think I think people are so scared to be the negative one and be like, I dislike this player of this. And there are a handful that will come out and be like, I dislike this person. But once again, it goes back to you cross blending things to where it's like, I don't like Kyrie, the basketball player, because of his off the court stuff. Because he takes games off in the middle of the season, and he wants to get the vaccine. He's burning sage and all this stuff. And I'm just like, did you see the fifty ball he dropped? <coughs> did you see the game winning he just hit? You see how he crossed him up and hit this bucket? You see all these tough lays he has, but you don't. You don't like the person. Be what? So like for me, it isn't. It's, it's never an intelligent conversation to have. Because you can't be objective and compartmentalize these things to where we can have a conversation. You want to talk about off the court Kyrie? We can talk about that. You want to talk about him taking games off? We want to talk about Sage? You can talk about the shot? We can talk about that. I'm cool with that. We can talk about Kyrie dropping 50 balls, 40 balls. When he's played, he's missed most of the season, but right off the rip, 40 ball, 50 ball, 30 ball. Wow. This man, he's literally like averaging like 42 points off of like 11 games. And it's, he's playing, shoot. We played like eleven games for a minute, bro. Like it's just it was crazy. It was like it was like seventeen, eighteen. So out of seventeen games, he averaging four. That's even more impressive to be real with you. Like, come on now, get a man his his respect, bro. Like, whatever he's doing off the court is not affecting him on the court. So let's let's start there. That's number one. That's number one. Because at the end of the day, you say shut up and dribble. If that's what you believe, I disagree with you one hundred percent. But that man's balling. When that ball is in his hands, he's doing what he's supposed to do. 
Like, hey, whatever you complain about just kind of just has to go out the window at that point. So, um, I just feel like <coughs> people choose to be. I don't know. I think they just choose to not have intelligent conversations because I think it takes too much to be wrong in that case. Because you're going to be wrong at some point. I have no problem being wrong. I'm wrong in this podcast a couple times. Right. But I'm putting out there front and say, hey, man, you got to do all that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't thought you go catch it. <laughs> hey, you got to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, bro. I, said, plan, I, I gave you a prop, bro. Giannis won the ring. I gave, I gave you a prop. I gave you a whole. I gave you like two episodes, bro. Come on, man. Like, it's crazy because that's what I was thinking about too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you been wrong. <laughs> I gave you, bro. I gave you a whole episode to do a rent, and I gave you like the first like 10, 15 minutes to do your thing when y'all won. So hey, you gotta do me like that, man. <laughs> nah, you good, bro. Hey, you been right a lot too. <laughs> I just had to get you for that one, bro. That's <laughs> crazy. You do all thinking about. Yeah, you've been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, my man, it's, God. It's a new season, bro. We're moving on, man. All right. right You're right. You're right. 2022. But the point is, I have no problem being wrong. So, right. But people won't put themselves out there and be wrong with stuff. So, I say, um, the Heat going to win. Lakers going to win. Suns going to win. Whoever. Hey, I'm wrong. But be a man or be a woman about it and be like, yo, I said this, but I was wrong. I can respect that 10 times more than you throwing a rock and hiding your hands. Like, come on, bro. That's weak. Like, come on, man. So, hey, I don't like Kyrie because he takes games off. Let's talk about that, okay? This is what's, in my opinion, from what I see, this is what's going on with this issue. His mental health is this, his family, whatever. Why he partying doing stuff? That's a grown man. However he deals with his situation, how he deal with that. When he come back to the team, is he balling out? Is he playing well? It's the team complaining, first off. I don't care what your opinion is. It's the team complaining. Okay, cool. Shut up. I don't have nothing else after that. Now, the team complaining, then we can get into the, the, the gray areas and stuff. But if Kevin Durant ain't saying nothing, if Steve Nash is saying nothing, if Sean Marks and the owner, the rest of these people ain't saying nothing, who am I to have an opinion at that point? Just just in my, in my eyes, I don't see why your opinion matters with the people around him don't have a negative issue with it. So... Uh, the shot thing. Katie got his back defend on teammates. From what we've heard, haven't had an issue with it. Do I think it's one hundred percent true? No, but they ain't saying nothing crazy. So it's like, hey, why are you having an issue with it? Stephen A. Smith going off, man. Kyrie going, he's disrespectful, disrespecting the team. Man, shut up, bro. Like, just shut up. Katie got his back. Nash got his back. The rest of the team got his back, man. So it's like, and part that tripped me off about it too is like, people act like. For long as people act like Kyrie's taking games off this year by his choice. <laughs> right. That's that's the one. They act like that's, he's taking a vacation. That's the part that kind of really got me mad. Is he? I'm like, bro, do you realize he would be playing if it wasn't for the state of New York? Like, you realize that, right? You realize Kyrie's not the only player in the NBA to not be vaccinated either. Because he's in New York, it's standing out even more. And because he's Kyrie Irving. So it's like Thanks. he's not taking games off, he just because he's just like, yeah, let me take a, a, a week and a half vacation, two weeks vacation. I'll be back uh, August 5th. You know, we'll see what we can do. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and never did he say, uh, I don't think I'm going to play at home. There's just too many people I, I don't like. Yeah. He said that, bro. He ready to hoop. Like, he want to hoop. And so, like, yeah, like you said, bro, people act like he, 
Like, now, granted, like, him deciding not to take the vaccine is his choice, and this, those are the consequences, but that is his personal choice, and I am okay with that. Do I personally agree with that? It don't matter. It does not matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I agree with it or not, because like you said, that's a grown man. He got to do what he what's best for him, what's best for his family, you know, make he, he decide what to do with his body, what to put in. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's not act like that. Like, let's not act like this man... It's just not a good basketball player because of his own personal choices. Because in reality, we go down the line to every superstar and be like, oh, shoot, he's not good because of this. If that was the case, if we take it off the court stuff, LeBron James ain't good because after every, uh, I see him drinking wine and smoking cigars all the time. <laughs> like, Michael Jordan ain't the GOAT because he, had, he was gambling all the time and drinking and smoking and, like, that's a grown man. He was doing everything like that, like nothing illegal that I know of at least. He ain't doing nothing illegal, nothing against the law. He ain't hurt nobody. This man chilling. Like, this is what he chose to do with his free time. And so, let's not take that and diminish what they do on the court. Or, or at least, like, like we said, we just said this before. Don't, like, miss out on greatness mm-hmm. because of something you don't like off the court. Like, these are great players. When they're gone, there will not be another one of them. Yeah. Like you like, so don't miss out on the greatness that is these guys, these Hall of Famers, because you don't like the way somebody dress. You don't like the attitude they have. You don't like what they choose to do with their own bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, like come on, man. Like just I, I feel like you just gotta respect people a little more. That's that's my main thing. Respect yeah. guys a little more. And like, and I'm a player. I am a player. People that say some disrespectful things to me, fans that yelled at me and said some mean, hurtful things. It's part of the game in my eyes now. Like, I'm used to it now. Like, I got thick skin. And, like, let's be real. I play with sports goggles. Like, be throw a picture. Like, I play with goggles. Like, this very, I'm a very easy target for certain people. At the end of the like, but at the end of the day, it's like, if you go out there and hoop, they won't have much to say. If you go out there and hoop, go out there and beat the other team, it's like, ah, I guess we got to leave him alone. Yep. Like, for real, that's how it is. So, that's just my two cents, man. Like, have a little more respect for guys. Guys work hard on their craft to be good. Respect that. Respect the game a little bit more than that. So, like, I don't like Russ. Well, like we say, I don't like Russ's game like that. But I'll never say Russ isn't good. Another, I mean, I don't really like Draymond Green game like that. I think he's helpful to his team. That don't mean he ain't good. I don't really like Patrick Beverly's game like that. That don't mean he ain't good. That don't mean he don't, his, what he does doesn't equate to winning. So, like I said, at the end of the day, how I feel about that guy don't matter. That guy's good at basketball. And that's the bottom line. Yeah. Kind of going back to what you were saying about um... – People take this one thing as like all oh, like we said, dude said all that to do is dunk. But it's like, oh, really? Okay, cool. And you talked about this before, like people say all Steph Curry do is shoot. Uh, you know, he's kind of the best ever to do that. <laughs> yeah, so like that's, that's my thing too. It's like, okay, all Ness can do is dunk. Stop him. Have, have you tried that? Did that work out for you? Ah, Nelson, keep dunking. Do, do your thing, bro. All Steph Curry do is shoot. Put a hand in his face. Stop. You go. You go out there and stop him. Go ahead. Give it a try. Just tell me. Promise you. Seven points you get. 
let me know how this works out for you. Let me know if he dropped 50 or 60. Just let me know which number. I know it's somewhere <laughs> up there, but just let me know how many he drops. Like, let's be very accurate here. And it's like people hate on Steph Curry and try to diminish his game to just shooting when shooting is really just the foundation of his game that sets up everything else. So it's like, <laughs> like your boy Giannis. All he do is, uh, all he do is run and dunk. Run and dunk. Like, uh, you know, let's let's add a little more context here. James Harden can say that. He he's a peer. He's he entitled to his opinion. James Harden can say that. The rest of us down here, shut up. Like <laughs> <laughs> Y'all yeah, be man. quiet. Yeah, like hey, just, shh, let's keep that quiet now. But but uh Steph Curry, right? He gets hated on so much, but it's like all he does is this. Well, okay, let's take it on one end of it. Stop him. You can't stop him. Okay, Steph Curry, keep shooting. But on the other end of it, do you know basketball? Because this man finishing is low key up there. Like that's probably the most low key part of his game. People say he's passing, but low key he's probably a top five to ten finisher in the game. Like I don't, I don't think, think people realize how good he is at finishing. I'm talking midis too, like the underhand scoops and stuff, the touch you got. People don't realize how hard that is. So I think like that's probably the most underrated part of his game is his finishing. Like his passing is up there. He's a good passer. Um, but I just really feel like. His finishing is up there, man. But it's like when people say all this person does is this, unless you like JJ Reddit, Kyle Corver, like back in the day, players who literally like you got paid to do one thing, that's dead now. Like you have to do at least two or three things to be on the team this year, or like in this in today's game. So back in the day, all, all Steve Curry does is shoot. You're right. That's why he gets paid these million dollars to go you shoot. Get, get paid to do that. <laughs> Oh, all he does is uh, Tyson Chandler. All he does is rebound and block shots. That's that's very true. He's one of the Pay best. Him a lot of money. <laughs> Pay him a lot of money to sit there and just rebound, block shots, and catch alley oop dunks. Like that's all he does. Don't you don't you want a big to do that? Like he's he's one of the best guys at it too. That's another thing. So it's like, man, that's another thing. Uh, people don't give credit to like how good guys are at individual things. Basketball is about specialists. Like, if you're a specialist at something, that's valuable. Mm. Like, if you could do something on a higher level than most or anybody else, you're valuable no matter what it is. And people sometimes put all their stock in scoring. You're only good if you can score, which, you know, you're entitled to that opinion, but that's that would be wrong to a lot of people because you need more to score than to win a basketball game. It's, we we all have seen the, the Brooklyn Knicks got more offense than anybody ever seen when they had James Harden. Crazy amount of offense, scoring tons of points. Guess what? The other team scoring more points. Yeah, because they can't guard nobody. So if you got a, if you got a defensive stopper like say a Ben Simmons, that helps. But people out here like Ben suck. He can't even shoot a three. Ben does a lot of things that help win basketball games. And like yeah, we know we all saw Ben in the playoffs last year. It was not good. He did not look good. That's very true. I ain't gonna never defend it. He ain't look good, but he still contributes to winning. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I think the moment got to him. You know, whatever. That ain't what we talking about. But Ben contributes to winning. At the end of the day, you need three point specialists like uh, JJ Reddick, Duncan Robinson, Kyle Korver, guys like that. Clay Thompson's. You need guys like that. They are three point specialists. You need defenders. You need a Ben Simmons, a Tony Allen. A uh, Patrick Beverly, a Draymond Green, you need defensive specialists. They help win games. 
You need score. Scoring is a specialty. That's a skill that only certain people have. You need scores to win games like Bradley Beal, uh, Steph Curry, KD, James Harden, need guys like that that can put the ball in the hoop. Like, everybody has a role to play. Some people have more than one role to play. You need bigs. Somebody's going to block shots, get rebounds, control the paint. You Like, you need all of that to be a good team. And people look at certain things and be like, oh, he only do this. That's all they ask him to do. They pay him to do that. Yeah. Like, literally pay him to do that. When I first got to Columbus State, my, my junior year of college, Coach Moore brought me in, and I, I asked this man. I remember I asked him. I said, Coach, what, what do you want out of me? What you expect out of me? Like, what is my role on this team? He said, I, I brought you here to block shots, get rebounds, and score in the paint when you can. Tip-ins, uh, drop-offs, things like that. Block shots, get rebounds, score in the paint when you get the opportunity. That's what I brought you here to do. I'm like, cool. I got you. I can do that. That's me. And I go out there, I told him this, I go out there and I try to do that to the best of my ability. I go out there, block shots, lead the league in blocks, try to rebound, top 10 league in rebounds, score when I can, average 10 points a game. Like, it ain't 16, 18, 20, but that's what he asked me to do. And I ain't, also ain't trying to say I could average 20 because I probably could not. Maybe. I don't know. Next year, talk to me again. But, <laughs> but my point is, he brought me in here to do that. He brought me in here, block shots, get rebounds, score in the paint. And I do that. So then you got guys that say, oh, Nelson ain't good. All he do is dunk. He literally asked me to do that. Literally. Out of his own mouth, my coach said, I want you to score in the paint. I'm dunking the ball. That's as, as, as much scoring in the paint as it's going to get is when you dunk it. Yeah. Like, and so I just don't think certain people understand that. It's a very big sign that you don't really know basketball like that. When you say things like that, uh, Austin Curry doesn't shoot. He's the best shooter in the world, literally. Like, chalky. Best shooter to ever live. Uh, LeBron James ain't good. All he can do is pass and dunk. Going to be possibly number one scorer all time. Top five pass all time. I mean, assist leader all time. Like, what are we talking about? When you are the best at what you do and you're special and you are specialist at that, you don't need to do nothing else. Yeah. You don't. I feel like Russ, I feel like guys like Russ it has a specialty in several things. Russ Russ's specialty is in hustle and playing hard. That is a specialty that you don't get in everybody. And so that's valuable. There is value in that. Does he always play smart? No. He doesn't always make the right decision. But who does? Mm-hmm. Who always makes the right decision? Not even LeBron. Like, it's not always the right decision. Now he's going to turn the ball over. He's going to lose it sometimes. He's going to make the wrong read. Like, it happens. But he's a specialist in his hustle and heart and play and how hard he plays because everybody does not do that. Mm-hmm. So people need to respect that a little bit more. Like, just, just respect it, I feel like. That, I feel like that is the main takeaway in this episode. Just respect what guys do and their like play style a little bit more. You might not like it. You might not like it, but respect it. Because yeah. what they do a lot of times equates to winning. Their teams value that. There is value in it. And like guys that don't have never played the game cannot relate to that. 
I know what it's like to not have no shooters on my team. It's bad. <laughs> like, in case you didn't know. Like, I, I remember catching the ball in the post. Guys that I didn't play with, like, you know, y'all decide who I'm talking about. But I remember getting the ball in the post, looking. Next thing you know, the double came, and I looked around, like, passed out, got wide open. Just look at the goal. Well, swing it. Like, didn't shoot it. Like, bro, I need you to shoot that ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if not, I'm never going to shoot because I'm going to keep getting double. They, if they know you ain't going to shoot it, why even guard you? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I know it's like not to have no defenders, having to try to block everything because guys keep getting in the paint. Like, <clears throat> I just respect things like that. I know it's like to have guys not hustle. Like, dang, bro, you couldn't have got that ball? No. Guys <laughs> will tell you that. You couldn't have got that ball? You couldn't have saved that? Nah, bro, I, was, I wasn't going to do that. Like, okay, bro. <laughs> all right. Like, I'm telling you, dog. Like, I just respect it because I need all of that. Like, I need it. I need all of that. I need hustle. I need shooting. I need defense. I need score. Give it all to me. Give me all of it. And no one person is doing all of it. Yeah. So we need – that's why we got five of us. Hey, Nelson, I need you to block shots to get rebounds. Hunter, I need you to score the ball. Langston, I need you to score the ball. Ill, I need you to facilitate. Like, like, and we go out there like, let's do it. Team on three. Like, do your job. Just Like, we're doing our jobs. So don't blame them for doing that. Mm-hmm. Matt Rush just be running around. They pay him to play hard. Man, all Steph can do is shoot. They pay him to shoot the ball. Like, oh, my God. I'm sorry. That kind of got me on a little tangent because I felt that after a while. Like, I, I need guys like that. Like, I need that. Like, man. Sorry, bro. Like, <laughs> I ain't mean to run away with them, son. <laughs> but I, I just appreciate things, man. I pre- People don't appreciate it enough. <laughs> like, Oh, defense, man. rebounding, shooting, passing, any kind of specialty skill that people have, they don't be respecting it enough. I guarantee you get out there on that court and realize that the four guys out there with you can't shoot. You'll be like, dang, I wish somebody could shoot. I wish I had shooters out here. No, remember you were talking about all Steph Curry do is shoot. Bet you wish you had a Steph Curry now, don't you? <laughs> all Pat Bell do is play defense. He ain't got no score, no bag. Damn, I bet you got to play on the team with guys getting blew by every other play for layups. You be like, damn, I wish I had somebody about like, come out here and lock up. Like, all Rudy Gobert do is sit in the paint and try to block shots. When guys getting layup after layup, you'll be wishing someone behind you trying to block shots. Mm-hmm. They'll just, just appreciate what people bring to the game. It's what I'm saying. Appreciate what people bring to the game. Because no one man brings everything. That's why we, we appreciate LeBron so much because LeBron brings multiple facets to the game. But even LeBron doesn't do everything. LeBron isn't going to score, pass. I mean, LeBron can score, score, pass, and rebound. And we appreciate that because everybody can't do that. But LeBron is also not going to go down here and guard the best player. He's not going like, to, like, well, I mean, I guess that's about it that I can say he's not. In the <laughs> but, but we appreciate LeBron because he brings multiple facets to the game. Like, when we talk about him leading every statistical category in the finals, that is unheard of because guys don't do everything. No one man does everything, and it seemed like he did it for his team. 
That's why we have specialists. Because we need somebody to do this. 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 And that's why we got five of y'all. Mm-hmm. So, man, just appreciate what people bring to the game. You're not out there. You don't know what it takes to really win games. I know what it's like not to have shooters or defenders or people that hustle. So I appreciate all of it. I, I understand. So, sorry, man. That was just my little, oof. I had to get that on my chest. I don't know what came over me. Like, you, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were stirring something up to me like, man, like, that's crazy that people don't appreciate it. Like, appreciate what people bring to the game. Yeah, that's true, man. Like, it just kind of goes back to people hating, bro. It's just like, when, man, it's this quote, and it's like, uh, what did it say? But like, ah, I can't remember what thing was, but I'm gonna flip it and make it our thing right here. So basically, hate and gratitude can't exist in the same space. You can't, it's gonna be impossible for you to hate on somebody and really be grateful for what they're doing at the same time. It's it's very if you can do that, bro, you must be an alien or something. Cause I can't hate on Steph Curry and appreciate what he does at the same time. You can't hate on the shooting, but being like really appreciate how great he is at shooting at the same time. That's that's impossible. Right. Those two things can't exist in the same space. And so um, I just feel like people don't sit back and really I think just, I think people really don't understand how good these people are. Like, I'm going I'm to I'm go to my grave preaching that, bro. Like, people really don't understand how great people are, what they do. They make it look so easy and we get so used to seeing it game after game after game after night after night. But it's like, bro, Steph Curry is the one percent. Of the one percent of the one percent of shooters, when you have Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, bowing down to this man and be like, "Yo, you got the crown, you doing something special, bro." Because them two were the one percent, the one percent at one time. Right. When you got dudes like, "Hey, tip you on, bro. You are the goat of this thing right here. This specialty right here. You're the guy. I bow my hat to you, bro. You got you got the crown, bro." Reggie Miller gets on TNT night after night after night, says, yo, that man is it. There's no hate in his heart when it comes to Steph Curry. He's appreciating what – because he, he knows, he understands how hard that junk is. So for him to sit here and be like, yo, he's the guy? Who am I to say Steph Curry's not good at this? All he does is this. Come on now. So it's just man. like people don't understand how good people are. Like, like the NBA is the 1% of basketball community. So you got weekend wars. People go to the wreck and LA Fitness, whatever, hoop on a regular. You got to include them into the hoop. <coughs> so you're talking about middle school, high school, travel ball, college, pros, Euro, all this stuff. Semi pro, all you got to keep all that in the basketball community. The NBA is the 1% of that whole pot. Now, Steph Curry is the 0.001% of that whole community when it comes to shooting. That's how great this man is. When it comes to LeBron James being the guy, he is the point zero 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 one percent of that. Because only a handful of people sitting at the table with LeBron talking about basketball. Jordan, Kobe, we 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 on, we on that little list. We ain't talking about that right now. But like, I don't, I really don't think people comprehend how good these guys are. Like that guy sitting at the end of the bench, he's talking trash about. He will light you up for fifty in his sleep. Like. The talent pool only goes deeper the le- higher level you go up, bro. Like, oh, uh, all the good college players. Most colleges have the best high school players from the team. All the, all the dudes who are the one, two, and three option at, at this high school went to play college ball. So, 
I'm not saying all across the board, but at most colleges, you're going to have the best guys in high school playing college ball. Now you get a handful of people who started playing pretty late and they see potential or he's an athletic freak. He's, you know, he played football his whole life, but they see potential. You got a handful of those. That's why I'm not saying that. But like for the good, a good part of college basketball players are the, are the 1% of high schools. So you get to the best uh, college teams, the best college players, about the 1% of those guys are going pro. Not just NBA, but pro wherever. So it's 1% of those guys. So now you're taking a 1% of this, to 1% of this, 1% of this, 1% of this. So every level taking a 1% of whatever level you're at. So the NBA is, I, I can't even sit here and say 400 with all the best players, but I'll say about half. So about 200 of the NBA players are the best players on the planet. Hands down. I can't. Jamal Crawford is the ultimate bucket, and that man just retired not too long ago. He's a one percent of the one percent when it comes. Hey, here's a basketball put in the goal. He's one of the few that can easily give you fifty with no sweat, like make it look so smooth and clean. But I don't think people appreciate and understand how good that is. Like, well, even when it comes to like different areas, like all types of channel does block shots and play and play defense, rebound. You know how hard it is to do that, bro. I don't care that he's 6'7". Like, there's still a lot of coordination and timing and rhythm that comes to being able to do all that stuff. It's hard to do. All Steph Curry does is shoot. You go shoot. Tell me how many points you get. I'll give you I'll give you all day. How many points you get? It's hard to do. All Steph does is play hard. You go run around for uh for 48 minutes. Tell me how Tell me how you feel. I give you the timeouts and everything. Timeouts, halftime, quarter breaks. You tell me how you feel after that. And I bet not see you slow down one time. <laughs> Caruso don't slow down. We might say we're playing too fast, but he doesn't ever slow down. And like, I can I can I can respect it. So you tell me how you feel. Exactly. So it's just like people like low key. I thought about this too. I don't think people realize how how in great shape these guys are. Like Kyrie. Like think about this. People say he dribble too much, right? But I sat down and thought about this. Like for him to sit here and do all these moves. Within like 10 seconds is a lot of energy to spend. But he does this right the whole game every night. Think about how in shape he is, bro. I think even Hoopers don't even realize that sometimes. Like Steph Curry literally will do his thing on the ball, pass it up, run around, screens and stuff off the ball, catch and shoot, and do that the whole game, every game. Like think about how in shape you have to be to do that, bro. That's just literally like what what are you doing with your life, bro? Like, are you okay? Because you're not the respect that has you. Just, you got some heart issues, man. Let's let's go to therapy. Get that hit out your heart. Get, get that hit at your heart, man. You can't you can't live with that, man. So this is like that's difficult to do, man. And it's like people don't respect how good these guys are. Because I really think they don't even comprehend how good these guys are. Like they can't even fathom the level of skill these guys have, and how much work and ethic that you have to put in to be at that level. So I just feel like when you hate that much, you either can't understand and comprehend how good they are or you don't operate in gratitude to appreciate what they're doing and you just think that this is just a common thing which goes back to you not understanding how good these guys are so that's just like just where i, I stand on the people being haters bro like you just don't you really don't understand how hard this is Thanks. that's it hey man so this is my last this is my last thing i want to do before we get out of here i mean i don't know if you got anything else to say but my last life I want I want to do for you get before we go. 
who would you think? Who would you say are the top five most hated players in the league today? Top That's five crazy. most hated. I was gonna ask you something like that too. Yeah, <laughs> we um, on the same type time. The top five most hated. All Just time by people like, in general. All time or like right now? Right now. Let's keep it right now. <clears throat> um, the top five most hated. Sheesh. LeBron. James Harden. Hmm. Uh, top five most hated right now. Uh, LeBron, Harden. Got the Westbrook in there. Um, dang, it's top three. That's tough. Two more. Sheesh. Let me think. Let me think. Right now. Uh, nah, he don't get hated that much. I think, nah, Curry, he got love. Uh, the top five most hated. I think Rudy Gobert catches a lot of slack. Um, would you throw him in top five though? That's tough. I'm gonna go ahead and throw Westbrook in there, man. You I did. Got, I That's three. Oh, I did. My bad. Uh, <laughs> you got LeBron, Harden, and Westbrook. Two more. KD. I'm. I'm forgetting KD. I think KD, KD get a lot of hate. The whole snake thing and cupcake stuff. I feel like that's starting to. Uh, well, this is your opinion, obviously, but I feel like that's starting to blow over now because it's been so far removed and he's not at Golden State anymore. So I think it's a little more. I think it's like. It's simmered down now, but yeah, I, I a year or two, two years ago, I definitely could have been with you, but like, or especially like the first year he went to OKC. I mean, went to go to state, I definitely would have been with you. But I'm sorry, you go ahead, KD. I, 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 I can get with it though. Like he's up there. I think the whole burner thing hurts him a little bit. I think um, <clears throat> people saying his rings aren't validated still. It's still up there. Oh people yeah, they do him. do that. That part is like, and you see, <laughs> I love following that man on Twitter. Bro, it's hilarious for me, bro. Like. He was going back and forth, folks. I was just like, I like this so much, bro. I was like, I was like, people getting clapped on and just like embarrassed. Like, what about they be talking about? Yes, bro. I love that jump, man. Everybody can't do it, but I love when some people do it. Like, and it's it's tasteful. Like, it's certain. It's a certain like. It's not to where it's like it's evil, but for me, it's a certain level of pity that it comes back at that I can appreciate a lot. It's just like it's tastefully like clapback that I, I appreciate so that's why i like KD snapping back but i think he's up there so that's number four and um i think uh pat bell might have to be up there for me man like, i feel like he catches a lot of unnecessary hate that I mean, if you really had to ask like do you dislike this player i think he's up there Kyrie. Let me take KD off. I'll put Kyrie on there. All right. I can go for that. That definitely sounds. That definitely is fair at this point. <clears throat> right now, at least. That's definitely fair. So, so you said. LeBron. Oh, sorry, I'm just want to recap. Brian Harden. Gobert. No, no, oh, maybe my bad. Westbrook. Taylor. Gobert. So, LeBron Harden, Westbrook, Kyrie, and Pat Bev. Yeah. I think those are probably be the top five hated right now. That's a valid list. That's definitely valid. That's definitely the only one that's iffy for me right now is probably Pat Bell. I think, I think he catches a little more heat um, Rockets years, but because he's playing with the T-Wolves, it's quiet down a little bit. But I still feel like he's up there as far as like 
people when people get a chance to clown him, they will. Oh, that's yeah. why I say he's still up there, top five. Yeah, definitely. All right, so my list gotta go. Brian out the gate. People hate on Brian consistently for no reason. Uh, so Brian up there. Westbrook is up there for me. I would also say Pat Bell. It simmered down a little bit though. But when Russ has said what he said about Pat Bell just be running around, he just be tricking y'all. That got Pat like oh that. That was stuck on Pat like white on rice. He could not get out of that. He admitted to it on JJ Reddick's podcast too. He was like, "That you. hurt my career." And like, uh, after he said that, people ran with it. And if you had one bad game, like they referring back to like, "Oh, Russ was right." Like I was like, "Oh man," I felt for him a little bit there, even though I agree with Russ when he said it originally. When Pat said that, I was like, "Ah, I kind of feel bad because yeah. <laughs> we did run with it." <laughs> that was said Pat Bell should be running around tricking y'all. Like, <laughs> but we, we ran with that one. I cannot lie. Yeah. So LeBron, Westbrook, Pat Bell. I throw Paul George in there for the whole pandemic P and all that. It's simmered down now, but only because he's hurt. He's been hurt all season. I think I think he kind of he redeemed he redeemed himself a little bit because he started playing pretty well after that. So But you know the crazy thing about it though. I still remember when he was still hooping, though. After the ball aired out, I remember when he was hooping. Every bad game he had, Pandemic P. Like, it did not matter how many 30 balls, 40 balls, whatever. It did not matter what this man could do. If he had a bad game or if he blew the game, like he didn't make the last shot, Pandemic P. Yeah. Like, like, that was like somebody trump card. This was Uno, I got a plus four, and you got Uno. Like this man, it, it, he had oh he had a bad game, pandemic P. <laughs> I, honestly, oh, I don't think he I don't think he ever shake that nickname, bro. I don't think he. he did. It's gonna take a while. He gonna have to hoop. Like uh, we talked about this, but uh, he gonna have to hoop in the playoffs. Like he gonna have to prove himself again. Like I'm yeah. telling you, bro. You gonna have to be like that. MVP level to like shake that at this point, bro. Which I yeah, think is like, fine. So. But yeah, so he's 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 injured right now, so it's simmered down. But like, I don't think the league then forgot or will forget. So <laughs> I'm throwing him in there. So Brian Westbrook, Pat, Paul George, fifth, fifth. I think I will also got go Kyrie right now because everything, like you said, I think I'll also go go Kyrie. And if you'd have called me a year ago or two years ago. When Kyle Kuzma was still a Laker, I would have definitely said Kyle Kuzma. But he been in Washington chilling. People ain't on him like they used to be. He ain't in no big market no more. But when Kuzma was with the Lakers, I would have been like, yeah, Kuzma's up there. And, it, like, what, and I used to be one of them people, too. I used to be on Kuzma bad. I used to be like, Kuzma's making some bad mistakes. And the, but Twitter would let him know it. They would let him know. But – you that's know, since you've been in Washington, LeBron too, man. That's that's like the, oh, the... if you play with LeBron, you gonna you gonna you gonna catch some flat, like just you gonna catch some strays. Really, people be throwing stones at LeBron. Oh, he played with LeBron, get him too. <laughs> like, yeah, you you gonna catch someone because either you you gonna be part of the LeBron haters hate or the LeBron lovers hate if you're not playing well because they always gonna blame oh, yeah. somebody. If you have a bad game, especially LeBron, who oh my god, if LeBron like play like LeBron and you go out there have a bad game and lose, they're gonna be right there. 
Like, yep. Kuz the reason. So, yep. they're not going to hesitate neither. Like, yeah, Kuz did it. It's his fault. So, yeah, I would have thrown Kuz in there. So, honorable mention to Kyle Kuzma. Another honorable mention to uh, to uh, Draymond Green. I feel like he gets a lot of hate. But uh, only when he's not playing him. good. Yeah, folks only when him, but that's my guy, bro. Like, I don't think people realize how, like, true – one thing I'll give him a hundred percent backing on everything that comes out that man's mouth is true. That's the one thing I give him. Like when he, he said one of the best defensive players, when he said one of the best defensive <clears throat> players, I give him that because one, he's supposed to have that mindset. So I'm not finna rebut you know, rebuttal on that. That's foolishness. But then two, entitled to his opinion, he should feel like he's one of the best because arguably he could be. Now, one on one versus team defense are two different things. We're not gonna sit here and debate that because it's not this episode, but I mean, you know, but other people don't know. So, um, he's a great team defender. One of the best in the game right now, hands down. He blows up a lot of plays. So, him saying that, I understand agree with. When he talks about the team playing terrible, it's facts. Talks about him playing terrible, it's facts. Are we playing great? Nobody can stop us. Facts again. So, it's just like, when that man speaks, listen to what he's saying. Don't just bash him because it's Draymond Green. He is speaking some truth. 99.9% of the time when that man speaks, it is 100% true. So, I just feel and like... that's part hate. of the reason he get hate. That'd be part of the reason he get hate sometimes. People hate because they don't appreciate. That's facts. So, just came full circle for it, man. Alright, man. Great way to close it out, man. So, is there anything else you want to say to the people? Stop hating, man. Get the hate out your heart, man. It's get just, that hate out your heart, man. That might be the man. title of the episode. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, y'all work on that, man. For us, for us here at the B Ball Jones podcast. <laughs> but that'll do it for us here, man. For another episode, we appreciate y'all for listening. Be sure to follow Brian on all social medias at bballjones.com. You see it there on the screen. Uh, be sure to follow me on uh, on Twitter at nellh34 and nelson.haskin on IG and just Nelson Haskin on Facebook. Feel me. And uh, be sure to like and subscribe and uh, share this episode with a friend. Especially that friend. I don't know. We all know somebody that hate on somebody. Like, we all do. Send this to them. Send a clip of it to them. Anything. We on TikTok. So follow the B-Ball Jones podcast on TikTok. Send one of our TikToks to them. Like, hey, bro, this you. I'm quick to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this you, bro. So be sure to follow the B-Ball Jones podcast on TikTok as well. Uh, a lot of good content there. Be sure to like everything. Follow us on there. And uh, that's it, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate y'all for listening, man. Without further ado, we out. <laughs>